Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast. This is where you get nutrition, health, fitness, performance, all perfectly packaged together in a bite-sized podcast to help educate and motivate you to stay on your fitness journey. And that's exactly what we're talking about today. What is your inner motivation to eat better, to exercise, to sleep better, to lower your stress? Why are we doing all these little things that we're trying to do in our lifestyle to improve our health? I find that it's helpful from time to time to go over these things, to possibly write them down, to make a list, to look at them, reevaluate your goals. Do I have a plan in mind to reach my goals or am I just kind of winging it, so to speak, like going through the motions, hoping that it works out, that I reach my goal? Well, that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. This time of year, I'm always um, encouraging my clients to think about the choices they're making. Uh, oftentimes, for those who celebrate the holidays, this is a, a really hard time of the year. There just seems to be so many parties and just cookies and cakes and pies and you know alcohol and all the all the little choices that we have to make. Um, to make sure that we're staying on our on our goal and make sure we're staying on our lifestyle choices that are conducive to the inner motivations and reasons why we're doing what we're doing why you're listening to this podcast if you didn't care about your health you're probably not listening to this podcast so again uh, there's the people who are listening to this I think you will benefit what I'm going to do here today is I'm going to share with you some of my own personal reasons for motivation, my own personal um, priorities, and the reasons why I do what I do. So that's what we're going to go over today. Hopefully you find some value and it gives you some ideas of, of your own. I encourage everyone to take, you know, five or ten minutes and write down these things. It helped me just to write them down for this podcast. So number one is energy. The number one reason why I try to eat as healthy as I can. I'm not perfect, but I do try to follow the 80-20 rule and, and own my Monday through Friday like you guys have heard me talk about on this podcast. And, and the number one reason why is, is energy levels. Um, I find that if I'm eating healthier and I'm exercising, I have less afternoon crashes. Uh, I have less morning grogginess. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I wake up feeling more energetic. Um, just my energy throughout the day is constant. I don't have these highs and lows. So that's my number one reason is I have to have energy to show up for uh, my theocratic life, my spiritual life. I have to have energy to show up for the people who are counting on me uh, in my congregation and uh, in my social network and uh, also in my ministry. So these things are important to me. Um, also, I want to show up for my business life. I want to have the most energy that I can. Uh, to show up for that and to show up for my clients. Can you imagine a personal trainer who walked in the gym and didn't have a lot of energy? Uh, how fun would the workout be if, if your personal trainer was monotone and like, oh, I'm having a down day today. Oh, gee, thanks. I'm glad you're bringing such energy to the workout that I can feel energetic as I go about my day. So you can see how this is really important just for me, but for anybody who's trying to show up um, with a positive mindset and to have a lot of energy for what they're trying to tackle for the day. And that leads me right into my number two, which is mental health. Um, mental health is extremely, extremely important for me. I want to be cognitively on my game. So 
Um, I don't want to have brain fog. I don't want to have this fogginess or cloudiness through the day. I want to be sharp. And, and part of the reason why is because I want to get as much done as I possibly can. Those of you who are listening to this podcast, you know this podcast is only about 18 minutes long. Why is that? Well, we just don't have a lot of time. And time is one of our most valuable resources. So I want to make the most out of the time that I have in a 24-hour period, which is really about 16 hours because we're sleeping for eight of it. So that, that leads me to really be motivated to optimize my cognitive performance. So um, if I eat better, if I exercise, my mental and cognitive performance is so much better. I notice that when I'm on vacation and maybe I take a week off from exercise, I have to make myself go work out because I can feel the clouds setting in of anxiety and depression. I have a past with drugs and alcohol. So I have to be really careful. And I always say that I have to take my medicine. And part of my medicine is exercise. And doing that on a day-to-day basis, or at least an every other day basis, it really is just like taking an antidepressant or an anti-anxiety for me. And that way I don't have to mess with pharmaceuticals. Now pharmaceuticals have a time and a place. If someone's suicidal or uh, something like that, absolutely take an SSRI for sure. But <clears throat> for most people, I can I found that eating better and exercise performs just as well as those SSRI drugs, which oftentimes have their own side effects and cause weight gain as well. So that's my number two is I have to show up for my mental health. Number three, emotional stability. And this really trails right along the heels of, of that mental health conversation. Emotional stability. So I want to be the most emotionally stable person to show up for my friends and family. What does that mean? That means that I want to be less irritable. I want to be uh, more humble. I want to be um, more even keeled, consistent. I want people to you know, notice me as a person who doesn't get overly fired up or overly opinionated or overly irritable. Um, I want to be basically like what I teach in the gym. I, I want to be a warrior in the gym. I train really hard, but I live my day like a monk. And that means that um, I'm focused on keeping my stress levels low. I'm focusing on emotional stability. And that way I can also keep what we talked about in number two, my cognitive performance. Because if your emotional health is swinging from highs to lows, you will also have dips in cognitive performance because your mood just won't allow you to perform mentally the way that you want to perform. So I don't want to be moody. I don't want to be irritable. I don't want to be edgy. So part of what I've found is staying on a consistent exercise routine and a consistent nutrition plan it really helps me to be more emotionally stable. And this makes sense too, if you think about blood sugar, um, if our blood sugar is swinging from these crazy highs and crazy lows, from too much processed food, too much sugar, or too much alcohol, then that affects our emotional stability. And that makes our moods swing in either direction as well. So suddenly I'm snapping at my wife, or if I had kids, suddenly I'm snapping at my kids, and you'll notice over time that those frequent occurrences get less and less as you get on a consistent plan of exercise, which is a stress relief, and then eating healthy and managing your blood sugar. So that's my number three is emotional stability. Number four, inflammation and joint pain. So I have noticed 
dramatic differences in arthritic type pains in my hands, elbows, knees, hips, uh, when I eat way more on the whole food uh, side of things. So that means I'm eating an anti-inflammatory diet. Again, I'm eliminating or limiting alcohol consumption, uh, sugar consumption, wheat um, for me, wheat gluten for me, and then also dairy for me is something I try to limit as well. I don't go without it on a consistent basis, but one or two times a month I will have it when I'm eating with friends or uh, I'm eating out or something like that just to stay balanced. However, it's really important that I optimize inflammation because it leads back to the prior three. It leads back to my energy is lower when I'm really inflamed. My mental health is more um, erratic. So I have more mood swings. Um, I have less cognitive performance and I have less emotional stability when my inflammation is high. And you combine that with the joint pain. And I don't know if many of you know, but I was in a serious car accident um, a year ago, year and a half ago, and I was hit in a head-on collision um, that wasn't my fault. And um, I still am dealing with the repercussions and pains and aches uh, from someone hitting me at over 90 miles an hour um, head-on. So um, it's amazing that I'm alive. I'm super grateful. However, I'm still dealing with that joint pain. Guess what? If I have gluten, if I have dairy, if I have too much alcohol, I notice immediately those old pains from the car wreck really start barking at me. And that's motivation for me. That's motivation for me to eat healthier, to stay on my routine of movement and exercise on a daily basis. So that's my number four, inflammation and joint pain. Number five, we have been talking about this for the last few years, immune function. So um, my immune system definitely responds better. Uh, I was a type of person growing up that I was sick at least three or four times a year. We get bronchitis every year. Um, and part of that was due to my lifestyle. I smoked cigarettes. I, you know, I drank alcohol and, and took drugs. And, you know, of course, my immune function was probably severely diminished. However, um, what I noticed was when I started eating healthier and exercise and obviously staying off all the harmful substances that I don't get sick anymore. And maybe once or twice a year, I'll get a little bit of a sniffly nose um, or a little bit of a sore throat, but that's about the extent of it. Even when I had COVID, um, the only thing I really struggled with for more than a couple days is just the fatigue that came afterwards, which I ended up subsiding after about seven to eight days afterwards. My energy levels came back, my taste came back, and all that was good. But um, immune function is such a, a key thing to be focused on, especially this time of year. Uh, there's lots and lots of flu and cold and still COVID going around. So um, by optimizing the prior four, you know, my, my inflammation, uh, focusing on nutrition, focusing on daily exercise or every other day, um, I really notice a difference in my immune function. Okay, so all five of these are the exact reasons that every day I also try to do something to lower my stress levels. Because all five of these, the energy, the mental, the emotional, the inflammation, the immune system, all five of these uh, play a role in how my nervous system is functioning and how much stress I have in my life. So every day I'm trying to do um, a sauna or a, a cold therapy, 
or I'm trying to do a walk around the neighborhood with my dog with, while focusing on breathing. Um, Epsom salt baths are incredible. Um, music, art, I like woodworking. Any of those things, it may be different for you, but you have to find at least 30 minutes to an hour of day to do something to lower and manage your stress. I was talking to a, a client the other day and she shared with me that she um, was listening to someone who basically had changed nothing else, but all, all she did was start a breathing routine. Every day she would do the same breathing routine. And she lost over 50 pounds in the series of some months just from changing this breathing routine. And why is that? She was, the client was asking me, well, how could that happen? You know, just from breathing. Well, it's simple. You're lowering cortisol. And when you're lowering a glucocorticosteroid like cortisol, then you are lowering your blood sugar. And when you're lowering your blood sugar over a chronic period of time, we talked about this in one of the prior episodes with insulin and glucagon. Uh, your insulin is lower because your blood glucose is lower and your glucagon is higher, which means instead of storing fat in the fat cell, you're pouring or you're pulling fat out of the fat cell. So it makes perfect sense why just lowering your stress um, would, uh, from a blood sugar standpoint, it would help you to lose body fat. But then on top of that, stress also has a huge bearing on our hormones because you have to make that cortisol out of somewhere. So you're actually stealing away from your other sex hormones like testosterone and progesterone uh, to make that cortisol, that cortisol out of what's called DHEA. So again, optimizing all five of these areas just by nutrition and exercise and sleep and stress management is going to help you to drop body fat and also reach some of your goals that you're going after. So what about you? What reasons do you have to make better choices? Does it have to do with your family? Does it have to do with your social life and your friends? What about your religious life or your spiritual life? What about your business life? What about your leisure and recreation? We have to have uh, these things, right? So what are, what are the reasons that you have to make better choices and to dodge the cookies and maybe eat some vegetables? Um, to make sure that you have one glass of alcohol instead of three. Um, so all of these things are things to think about and I encourage everyone to write these down because it will help you to really see what your priorities are, what your values are, and then you can formulate a goal. So do you have a goal right now? Or are you just like, I'm trying to live healthier and that's my goal. No, have a goal. I want to drop this much weight or I want to, um, get myself up to an hour and a half of deep sleep every night on my tracking device or... I want to be able to run a half marathon or uh, I want to be able to squat a certain amount of weight or bench press a certain amount of weight. Have some goals. And if you have a goal, I also encourage you to have a plan on how you're going to reach that goal. Uh, again, I say this all the time. He who fails to plan, plans to fail. So we have to have a plan in mind to reach our goals. So listen, if you like what you're hearing from this podcast, do me a favor. I dare you to pause the podcast right now and go to Google Places, type in Muscles and Veggies Fitness, and leave me a review on Google Places. Say, hey man, I love the podcast, or the podcast is okay. Either way, that helps people find my personal training services and also my website, my podcast. So if you would do that for me, I would really appreciate it. Also, you can share this with anyone who also is on 
uh, a plan of finding their motivation, you can leave me a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast from. But this is Zach with Muscles and Veggies encouraging you to find your inner motivation to live awesome, to eat better, to exercise, to take care of the gift that you've been given. Life is such a gift. This human body that we have is such a gift. So take care of it. How do we show appreciation for a gift? Well, we use it in the way that it's supposed to be used, but we also show the person who gave us the gift that we appreciate it by how we take care of it. And you can think of that uh, in so many different ways when you think about humans giving each other gifts. Um, If I trashed the gift and I didn't take care of it, did I really appreciate it? Well, no, I didn't. So I encourage everyone, find the inner motivations that will help you to take care of the body that you have, to take care of uh, the priorities you have in life. And until next time, this is Zach with the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast. Have a good one.